The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast community podcast. My name is John Abraham. My name is Jimmy Croker. I'm Ace Azamine. I am... I can't really go with Doc Gleeb because that's too much like Doc Buckshot, isn't it? I don't know. Doctor Are you a doctor Gleeb? now? Doctor Are you accredited? Gleeb? Yeah, what's, you've got a whole doctor theme going on the last uh, episode at the beginning. Yeah, I I, I'm working on it. Um, Where did you get the I'm, house gleep? I'm paramedic gleep. Paramedic. Where, um, where's the I'm house come from? Nurse gleep. Oh, yeah, there you go. Hello, um, nurse. No houses? Uh, that, actually, um, no, that comes actually from way back uh, D&D uh, lore, where um, uh, guilds were assigned to houses. Oh, okay. oh I assumed I assumed it was a, a Dune reference. Like Har- uh, oh, House Harkonnen and House Artrades. Yeah, I, I think probably comes similar flavor, but um, I got it out of I forget which um, which world in uh, it might have been. It was probably fourth edition D anD. d But um, I was getting one of more the, of the a campaigns. like a DJ, like EDM house cleave feel. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but uh, whoever it is that I am, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this is episode 51 of our Star Citizen Community Podcast. Today is November 2nd, 2945, Standard Earth Time. Do you know where your tribbles are? Hmm? Hopefully yeah. not an event multiplying. Hmm. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. Hotel Midi is the new intro-outro track. It is off of his most recent album, Alphanumeric, which can be found along with all of his other fine musics at the www.ronaldjenkins.com. Guys, how are you doing? Doing good. good. Doing good. Now, let me ask you, Gleep, did you make the triple reference because today the announcement was made that uh, next year we will have a new Star Trek TV series? Let's go with yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so you didn't. It was just a random Tribble uh, comment. Well, I typed the notes up yesterday, so um, I, I guess I'm just, I saw into the future. Absolutely, you did. Gleeb is the kids watch Hatterack. He's prescient. I am. My name is a weapon. Anybody oh, else get that reference? Oh, come How's on. You? It's Dune. It's classic. The spice. How's there you go. That's module. better. <laughs> I get your weirding module module right here. (laughs) Oh, man. That's a great movie. I love that. It is. It is. It was Sting before Sting became Sting. (laughs) He's always been Sting. He was born Sting. Yeah. Speaking of of classic sci-fi movies, I guess classic fantasy movies, what did you guys do for Halloween? Ah, that's a good question. Uh, We we did not discuss that on the last show. We did not, no. It is the community segment. Yes. I, um... 
We gave out uh, candy. Uh, my uh, my wife is a huge Halloween fan, and so every year we give out big bars. Big bars, Ooh, full size. Fancy. We go, so we go full size. You're the house that everybody goes. Oh man, did you go to that one? Did you yep. See the kid size of the candy they were handing out. We got uh, so we decorated the walkway like a uh, cemetery, and then I uh, subrented from work a industrial sized fog machine, and the entire neighborhood looked like it was on fire. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the point where my wife was like, "Maybe we should shut the fog machine off for a little while." Uh, it worked really, really well. And, uh, yeah, we gave out full-size bars. We gave out 90 bars. Wow. Wow. Yep. And, Congratulations. Uh, my, You're contributing to the uh, the cavities of America. Absolutely. My wife was dressed as a uh, steampunk plague doctor. I was dressed in my steampunk airship captain outfit. And uh, we wrapped everything up around 9 o'clock and then uh, took off for Anaheim and uh, went to a friend's Halloween party. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. we had uh, we had as um, as full and as exciting a Halloween as any two married uh, as any married couple could possibly have. Nice. Well, there you go. And Ace? well, uh, we so uh, our neighborhood got hit with t- a torrential rainstorm. Oh, wow! So that'll, that'll we have things. we have <laughs> an unhealthy store of candy. <laughs> And never gave any to anyone because nobody came to our door. So <laughs> instead, we sat down and watched The Dark Crystal. Yeah. She, she had never the seen it before. Crystal shard. <laughs> John is just full of impersonations today. Yeah, boy, yeah, very nice, very nice skexies. I approve. Hyperglycemia. Um, it's what's for dinner. <laughs> Have you guys seen yeah, that there movie? Was... No. What? It's oh, You've never seen a Dark Crystal Gleep? I'm surprised that, you, Gleep. Of is that the your one love with David Muppets. Bowie in it? No. No, that's, that's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. That's, the mm. other, that's the other weird and unsettling Both of Muppet those movies movie. are fantastic. I'm it's not true. saying they're not, but, but I gotta say, we sat down and watched Dark Crystal, and it was like, this movie is just sort of weird and creepy. Yes, they are very bizarre, but I love them for that. I will you have add to them watch to my queue. I think they're both on Netflix, actually. They are. That's how we got. That's why we pulled up ours. We pulled it up on Netflix. Yeah, you have to watch so both we did. of those. While it was pouring rain, we sat down and we watched The Dark Crystal. The Dark you Crystal. See, I, I, I would have put on Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, I would not subject her to that because she's never been to a Rocky Horror Picture Show presentation. And that movie is only made better if you go to an actual presentation. If you just try and sit down and watch the movie... It's boring and makes no sense. Yeah, I, I have to uh, agree with Ace on that. I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. I love the music. I love it's a great, great movie. But if you're watching it for the first time, you need to watch it with an audience with you know rice and and toast, toast and yeah, all all the all the good things that go along with uh, a public viewing of Rocky Horror. Wait, rice and toast. Like mm-hmm. real, like food items that you have in oh, your yeah. hand. Oh yeah, yeah. rice. There's nothing and toast. quite so bizarre as people pelting a theater screen with toast. Okay, a toast. Exactly. Yeah, and you have to have a newspaper too for the for the rainy bits. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, Gleep, you subscribe to Rice and Toast, but not the Dark Crystal. Come on, John. Let's do the time warp again. I know. Ugh. It's just a jump to the left. 
And then a step to the right. Put your hands on your hips. And bring your knees in tight. That's the pelvic thrust. That will drive you insane. John, there's so many movies that we got to get you caught up, man. Yeah, okay, we could do I a Netflix viewing some All the only movies I've missed out on are Tarantino and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm, there may be a few might have missed out there as well, but I'll, I'll contend that. Have you seen the Rocky movies? The first, I watched the first two and like half of the third one. Have you seen The Thing? The Thing from Another Planet. No, the no, thing. No, the thing. I've the, seen the, the thing from like 1942. See the 80s version. 80s version is amazing. I've heard that the 80s version was good. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's really, really good. Well, the original is one of my favorite movies. So I think um, I think uh, Jared uh, Disco Lando Huckabee's in that movie. What? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't think so. No, he looks I like that one guy, I honestly would not though. be surprised. Yeah, he does. He's he's only had like a thousand yeah. jobs. That's true. That's true. But yeah, and I heard today um, that he's never been fired from a job. That's well. There's good. always a first time. <laughs> I, I, I don't, a, what do you, yeah, what do you know, say good, to that? Good. Great. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I mean, I. How many jobs have you had? I've I've had maybe a dozen in my life, and. I, I can't. I'm I I'm young. I can count the number of jobs I've had on both hands so yeah yeah disco's had almost 40 jeez and never been fired wow to be fair he said that he's had there's been times in his life when he's had two or three jobs at the same time so yeah i guess there's that's that. cheating well <laughs> all right well speaking of cheating ace uh is this is this a transition <laughs> wow, into, into was... in the loop that are was you accusing, a terrible transition. Yeah, are you accusing me of cheating? <laughs> Ouch. No, no, I was just trying to create a contrast, a little tension there. Oh, well, tension succeeded then. Uh, okay, uh, you get three, two, one. All right, everyone, welcome to End the Loop. <laughs> there you go. so emphatic about it. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to End the Loop, everyone. In any case, um, our topic tonight is something that I've been thinking about since uh, lately our armor group has gotten off the ground. The more ground combat that I've been involved in lately, the more I've been thinking about the inevitable scenario where either you are being boarded or you are boarding somebody else and what needs, what we need to do in those scenarios, whether how pilots that are outside the ship that's being boarded should respond and... Um, how the crew and pilot inside the ship that's being boarded or doing the boarding should respond. Um, to that to that respect, I did a little bit of research. Uh, the history of naval combat and boarding goes back all the way to 1210 BC, between, a battle between the Hittites and, the, and Cyprus armies. They wow. met on the Mediterranean. At the time, the, the preferred method of naval combat was ram your ship into the other guys and then clam on board his ship and kill all the dudes and then get back on yours and pull away again. Uh, uh, oddly enough, kind of the thing that people did in the beginning of Arena Commander. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, well not far off, those really. Big, those big hook things that they would put over the side so they would, like, lock the ships together? Well, there's th- that was much. that's much more uh, medieval era. Um, oh. That's broadside boarding. So 
the Greek triremes and a lot of the the other uh, Mediterranean ships had brass or metal platings fit over the bow, and so they would T-bone other ships just straight on, and uh, and so the the metal horn essentially would hold up to the the battering ram. They would hit the other ship, kill the enemy soldiers, pull away, and then of course when they pulled away, left a giant gaping hole and the ship would sink. And yeah. that was how naval combat was conducted until cannon and bows were used. And then you had stuff like broadsides, which is what you're describing, where they'd you know, broadside another ship until their cannon or their crew were suppressed or disabled, and then they would sling lines across and lay down boards and then do sort of the, the Pirates of the Caribbean style, swing across and land on the, the enemy ship. Yeah. So... Um, but I did want to discuss a couple things. Um, so firstly, I gave some thoughts as to how pilots and crew should respond, depending upon who they're dealing with. Um, pirates, of course, is something you're going to encounter at some point. You're going to get by. You're going to get boarded maybe by a pirate of some sort. And you know, should they defend themselves? Should they try and reason? Um, what methods of sort of uh, shipborne? Capabilities might you have to um, deter, say, borders like venting atmosphere from a section or disabling gravity as a means to hinder or prevent a uh, enemy crew from taking your ship. Putting Vaseline on the doorknobs. <laughs> I see you, Home Alone reference. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, tying tying paint cans to string or tying up paint cans on string and dropping them from the top of the stairs heating the uh heating the uh door panel so that when they touch it it burns them yes these are all i think really good we're done (laughs) problem solved talk about (laughs) everything we need to know was in that movie and the other thing was um how should pilots on the outside uh respond say you're the reinforcements and you arrive at a ship that's been boarded by pirates and say they're still attached what do you do um and I, well, yeah as i say do you scuttle the <laughs> ship um do you do you destroy their boarding craft and then basically hold them hostage do you intentionally disable one of your own vessels so that they can't run hmm. um so it depends upon the, uh, the situation i mean you would want to establish some sort of uh communications with the vessel that's being boarded to get a, a, a sense of what's going on inside because if you I mean if they're I mean if they're trying to repel the borders then do you want to cut off that uh, retreat by blowing up the ship that's attached but if you blow up the ship that's attached uh, potentially you could do more damage to the ship that's being boarded um, right and you may you may force the pirates I mean now talk about combat psychology You've now forced the pirates into a desperate situation They've because now the they Rubicon. have no they have no way to get off. Yeah. So well, yeah. You've, you've obviously done some research, Ace. So what are the um, what are the recommended strategies? I do think it. it I think Leap makes a good point. It's something that I was, that I was thinking about. And actually, there's a, a point to all of this. There is a manual, and if you look in my notes here, there is a link to the U.S. Navy SEAL Combat Boarding Manual. Um, that I found online. We may want to consider putting that in the show notes later. Yeah. Um, but um, the I would think it, you know, 
it depends upon again who you're dealing with, whether it's pirates or, and this is this is a situation that really uh, concerned me, and this was something that I was thinking about uh, during our Arena Commander game on Sunday. We were out there with Vendus, and uh, he wanted to try out physics, you know, figure out how the local physics grid worked, and if it worked on because they've they've um, added it for some of the newer ships, the Retaliator, for example has the local physics grid built into it so that if the ship is spinning or rotating, if you're inside, you don't feel any of that. So he had us out with auroras and, and 300 eyes and cutlasses trying to figure out if the, the physics grid applied to those ships yet. Answer Short answer is, hilariously discovered, no. Still broken. <laughs> nope, not yet. Yeah. Um, but at one point I was, there is a mag boot button that will allow you to walk along the hull of a ship that's in that that's that's in flight. And Ooh. I was mag booting along Vendus's cutlass, and I went. Some point, someone's going to encounter the scenario with Vandal, and that made me wonder, like, okay, what do you do when Vandal board you? That's I imagine that's going to happen at some point in the campaign. Oh yeah, mag boots have to deal with that. work right now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that what? either. Yeah. Um, I've never I was, heard, I was even surprised. Heard of that. Yep, I yeah. was surprised that uh, that was in game on Sunday as well. Are you guys doing this in free flight? Yeah, we were in free flight. Oh, okay. Wow. So yeah, yeah. first Sunday I've missed in months, and you guys do something fun. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, Gleave. To be for what it's worth, we we hopped in. Uh, we were all playing Arm at the time, as like you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, as and one we, does. We we hopped into. Uh, um, Star Citizen for the requisite hour <laughs> finished yeah. finished our our uh, experimentation and then immediately everybody jumped back over to Star, uh, to Arma. So okay, okay, I don't feel so bad then. Don't feel so bad. Um, but the reason I brought up, I brought up being boarded by aliens is something that John you may remember from the Halo series, and that is the Cole Protocol. Um, it's referenced at the very beginning of Halo One, and the Cole Protocol states that capture or um, uh, attainment of shipboard AI or navcom uh, materials is expressly forbidden against ally or enemy ships like like alien invaders and in the in the halo universe that was mainly to prevent them from figuring out where earth was via oh, yeah. slip space codes mm-hmm. so then that's and that's the justification they have for pairing you with cortana at the beginning of the game they uh keys is like well we can't give them give her to them so you carry her right um, so I'm wondering, is there going to be a scenario in Star Citizen where we're going to have to enact something like the Cole Protocol, where we have to intentionally wipe our NAVCOM, prevent the aliens from getting information about where Earth is or where jump points are? I bet you that would happen in Squadron 42. Right. But probably not in the PU because, um, you know, some... Uh some yokel is going to uh, forget to do that, and then we're all screwed. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but that, there might be. I can see that being an event, certainly. But there yeah, might yeah, be, yeah, be smaller pieces of information, like um, a system that you've uh, or a, a planet that you've discovered, um, or some materials or something uh, that you've marked on your personal map that maybe is stored in your ship somehow, and you personally would want to wipe that before an alien boards your ship and tries to get that information. 
or another or player. Or a player, yeah, or a player yeah. or an NPC. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you've discovered some jump point and and it's really profitable for you or your org, you may remember personally where the coordinates are or have an idea where they may be, but you don't want that information in your NAVCOM in case you, you get boarded and killed. Right. Yep. So you have to so, eat your NAVCOM. Yes, exactly. Well, another here reference, of course, this is actually the inciting incident for the Wing Commander movie. Is that they get the Pegasus, the Kerothi the get the Pegasus Navcom. That's right. That's right. A- another brilliant cinematic moment. Yes, exactly. So, um, so that's so the, my, so my discussion. I wanted to. Right d- now. Yeah, just like, <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> nope. I did want to get your opinions on what you guys thought and if you guys are excited at all for ship based uh, FPS combat and what you guys had in mind. Well, I would like to see um, what an act... Because I don't think we actually have a boarding craft in-game, right? Well, yes and no. The the, uh, Redeemer is certainly designed as a ship-to-ship boarding vehicle. You you basically uh, destroy or, or force your way into a cargo hold of another ship or station and then deploy your troops. It's a, it's a drop ship. Right. Um, but there is a particular ship that the Vanduul have that yep. has appeared in some materials that is very clearly designed for forcible boarding and entry. That's the one that looks like a giant tick. Yep. Yeah. And and this is something we've seen before in Knights of the Old Republic. They had these that they would puncture a hull and then deploy troops inside. Yeah, like a parasite. Yeah. So, which, yeah. which makes it a lot more difficult to defend. Uh, you know, if if you've got like for example, if you have a constellation and you've got pirates uh, cutting into uh, one of the access uh, points. You know, you can kind of, if you've got a, a, a well-trained crew, you know, you can kind of, you know, they're, they're only coming in through one point. It's going to be a lot easier to try and take them down. Um, but if they're coming in through multiple points, uh, it's going to be much, much more difficult. Right. If you've got boarding on one deck and then they puncture the hull from another position, now you've got two points of entry that aren't close to each other, so you can't right. seal them off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that happens. Um, and because uh, I think right now, uh, and apart from the Redeemer, which actually we don't, I don't think the Redeemer is going to be in uh, the initial release of 2.0, um, at least not that we've heard. Uh, no, so, from what so, I understand, it's going to be the Retaliator and the Constellation. Yeah, so we're going to have to EVA to board, right? Yeah, yeah, you would, uh, because it's so far as, as far as I can tell everything is done on pads which necessitates getting out of your ship and walking or floating over as opposed to forcibly boarding oh well i was thinking you know like in the in the demo where we saw the guy in the hornet uh, eva out to fix the comm array right or um that you know you could um you know say that there was a, a constellation park there and several hornets come up and they uh pop out and attempt to uh, to board. Uh, I guess they would have to breach the hull maybe with uh, some sort of a, a, a missile or... Um, a mine maybe. A mine. A, a mine or a, a shaped charge to a door. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't just 
blow a hole in the side of the ship with a missile. I mean, I, I guess you can, but it, it seems like there's going to be it does sort of defeat cleaner, the purpose if you're trying yeah, to take the ship. It seems like there's going to have to be cleaner mechanics for entering a ship to board it. They have stated that uh, they've developed technology that they're implementing that will allow ships to be split into quadrants, right? Mm-hmm. Which suggests that you could crack a ship in half and then float into the the upturned half. Yeah, but, but you're not really point, boarding the ship at that point, and no, um, you know, and and I think that that mechanic is really more designed uh, for like the reclaimer. Uh, you know what I mean? To 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 pick up bits and pieces of the ship, right? But I mean, that could mean that you you know you could blow a section off if if it's you know in quarters, say you could blow. I mean, and this maybe have to deal with larger ships like say an Idris or a. Uh, um, uh, a javelin or some of the other large ships where you may blow off a section of the ship and just use that hole that you've created as a right, means to right. EVA in. Yeah, for a much larger ship, that seems like that is potentially a viable option. But again, it still seems messy to hit it with a rocket. Uh, it seems more like you would you would EVA over and, and attach... Either use cutting tools or a mine yeah, or something. Yeah, or some sort of charge to, 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 to have a more controlled blast. You can go in through the exhaust port. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that. The exhaust port is there for a reason. They may vent the exhaust if you're in there. Many Bothans have died for this information. It's true. Many Bothans. I was also going to suggest, uh, speaking of, of boarding methods, Jimmy, something that might interest you, um, uh, electromagnetic or you know ECM or uh, hacking as a means to take over and then force entry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're able to uh, hack open a uh, a docking collar, uh, you know, then you know it's one of those things where it's like, I, again, it depends on the mechanic, but you either EVA over and physically hack that docking collar open uh, to go in, or um, you force a dock onto, you know, you force dock onto the ship, and then from there uh, try and and hack in and and pop the the collar open. I do wonder. Um Something that was uh, something that was mentioned in and one of the old Halo books, First Strike, when the chief and Cortana board a ship, chief puts Cortana into the ship's computer systems, and then she vents the atmosphere from every single deck except for where they are. And I wonder if maybe you might be able to connect, hack, and then vent atmosphere from a ship as a means to forcibly subdue the the crew. It, it's entirely cool. It's entirely possible, but I would think that that is probably a time sink. So I would guess that you're going to need to have um, people watching your back while you're doing that. You're going to need to have a crew uh, that's laying down suppressive fire while you're trying to hack into the ship systems. I think that might be might be a good route to go if, let's say, for example, the, uh, the captain uh, barricades himself into uh, the uh, bridge of the ship. Right, you know, and you you can't really access any of the systems. You're basically just walking around in their ship, and you know if you're if you're trying to take the ship, if you're trying to get cargo, that's fine. But if you're trying to take the ship, you're going to need to be able to access the bridge. So something like that, you know, hacking would would come into play at that point. Did you ever play Nazi Little Republic, the campaign, uh, the story long, missions? A long, long time ago. Yeah, I remember one of the missions, one of the early missions. You are given the option to vent the engineering section. Right. 
Yeah, it's definitely, you know, a, a plausible mechanic, you know, and then the flip side of that, too, is, you know, what uh, defensive measures are you going to be able to to employ uh, E-War wise to be able to disable ships to get away from pirates? I wonder if they'll I wonder if, if players will rig ships as honey traps uh, or a honeypot in in good idea in in computer science. For those who don't know. Um, you rig a computer and connect it to the internet with intentionally low barriers so that you can attract viruses and you can study them and, and, and dissect them. Uh, so in this scenario, you basically rig a ship that looks like it's good to board and then you booby trap it. So once they get on board, they're suddenly in a lot of trouble. Well, that would work, Ace, if the verse was filled with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> You can board my navel anytime. Uh, Hell, so funny uh, the second time. Uh, Not really. No. Honey trap. Board my navel. <laughs> Stop very, it. Very, it's very good. Sticky. Mm. Ew. That's gross. <laughs> All right, I think on that note, I think we're done with this segment. I think we're done hey. with everything. <laughs> Blackguard. Blackguard training the trainers to train the trainees in Arma 3. Yippee! So um, last week, we released a short recording featuring Mad Cow and Johnny 11 Bravo. They have offered to help develop a program by which folks will be trained to work with noobs like me to be more effective in FPS team tactic environments. So um, they're currently looking for former and or current, I guess it couldn't be and or, former or current military and or law enforcement folks to train as trainers for to train us trainees. And um, I've been out several times this week um, getting my armor all set up. And um, I want to give a huge shout-out to Mad Cow, uh, Johnny, 11 Bravo, Easy, and uh, our squadron commander, Ace, for helping me, um, helping me get everything set up. And we've had a lot of fun. It's, um, uh, I, you know, when I first got armor about a year ago, it was a bit overwhelming, and I gave up pretty quickly. And, uh, but having these guys out um, helping me get things set up and, and showing me a few uh, quick, simple uh ways to uh, get stuff done has really made a big difference and so having a, a lot of fun so uh, it, it's been a lot of fun getting getting large groups of people into missions and the missions have been increasing in complexity lately mm. uh, the last mission that I was involved in before I started the podcast we started with a convoy of two vehicles a helicopter and assaulted a heavily armed base oh nice and, and that was what I was doing when I when I uh, was like all right time to go down to the podcast I left them there at the wall assaulting so i apologize to all of my to the squad mates but i had <laughs> bigger more important things to attend to unfortunately that's I'm so, right i'm so frustrated because i'm re- I actually after hearing the, the little psa and, and reading up on the forums about the black guard i'm actually really excited to participate and i'm really really tempted to get arma but we keep hearing that 2.0 is just around the corner i have like, stopped waiting well, I have stopped waiting. The way I see I, this is that I've, 2.0 is going to be amazing, but it, it still won't be conducive for real in-depth training. It'll be a lot of fun to emf- to make use of the training that we've had, but until they really get some fidelity and and uh, until they they really iron out the connection issues that a lot of people have been having, I, I, I'm not hopeful yet. Well, okay. and you also are not going to be able to spawn a bunch of sheep and then shoot them with a lightning bolt. <laughs> ah, which is, we have our own armor server, right? Yes, yes. we have our own yes. armor server. And that's really the biggest thing is that, that gives us is, this, is you get 
complete control over the scenario, which again, I think um, a lot like Planet Side, uh, 2.0 will be a lot of fun, but you'll be subject to whatever's happening around you. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely, I mean, we're all looking forward to playing Star Citizen, and we're all excited oh, that 2.0 is coming out because it's going to be a, a much expanded uh, Star, Citizen ex- Star Citizen experience for all of us. And uh, but in the meantime, um, Arma for the most part works. I mean, because we are uh, the group runs a lot of mods. I think sometimes it can it can uh, uh, get a little buggy in, in places. And you know, sometimes uh, Ace Ace does amazing amounts of damage with finger guns. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the gun you're guns? seeing, or the gun. Yeah. Okay, so the the joke is Janto. If you don't have the mod that that somebody else is running, oh. um, then what you see is invisible, invisible hand yeah. holds holding an invisible rifle. So we we all refer to it as finger guns, <laughs> and the Glebe is referring to a, a scenario in which I was carrying a uh, M107, which is the military designation for the Barrett 50 caliber sniper rifle, and putting the herd on some lightly armored vehicles and helicopters with it. So yes, massive amounts of damage with finger guns. Yeah, it was like because they didn't even make any noise. So we 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 asked Ace every time he shot a tank or something to just say pew pew pew. So you know, <laughs> we we would know to look for it blow to go bloaty explode up, bloaty explode up. I used to go to school with a guy named Bloaty Explode Up. <laughs> okay, sounds like an unfortunate name. Yeah, Bloaty Explode so, Up. <laughs> so here's here's the deal then. Um, I am going to wait until either Arma Three goes on sale or 2.0 comes out. Whichever happens first. Well, it could be any day now because, uh, you know, those Steam sales. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so that's that's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to wait. If Arma goes on sale before 2.0 comes out, I will pick up Arma. Just I actually, you wait. I, It'll I go I on really sale, and then this. like a week and a half later, uh, 2.0 will come out. The, this, is my, this is my nightmare. This is my nightmare. Yeah, but I think <laughs> Arma will always be our testing grounds until... Um, like Star Marine is really stable, and even then, Star Marine won't have anywhere near the flexibility that Arma has for setting up uh, different operations. So you're you're so basically you're thinking that it's Arma three is going to continue to be our test bed for training. Yes, I do. I think so. Uh, yeah, I agree on that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think uh, Matt I can Cal's hear I can hear Ajax's uh, immersion just falling apart over there. <laughs> Um, I think you know Mad Cow said that he he envisions always going back to Arma, you know, uh, even you know just as a, a break, you know, even once uh, uh, Star Citizen is released, and um, you know, every once in a while, you know, you want to go do something something else, you know, um, it's it's a good it's a good game, and it it uh, I guess you could argue that there are few better for uh, doing tactical training. Yeah, and Arma. It's great for that kind of training, but it's also a fun game. Like getting in there and, and uh, working as a team um, and yeah. with the sandbox that Arma is, it is just really a lot of fun to to do that kind of thing. We had you, a, you can fly stuff, too. You can, uh, I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. having a great time fl- just flying around in helicopters. And there's been a lot of that lately. Um Avi loves the helicopters, and he's he he's gotten better at it. He's 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 graduated from 
uh, uh, killing everybody when he comes down for a landing to landing smoothly. So I, I was <laughs> nice. very proud of him. Well, he said, yeah, when we finished that mission the other night, he said, hey, did you guys notice how nobody died when I landed? <laughs> I said, yes, we noticed we're all still alive. <laughs> yeah, it does get pretty intense out there. Um, last night, uh, Mad Cow, Johnny, Easy, and I were involved in a four-man assault on a, uh, a, a structure, and the mission was was arranged for eight people, and we had four. So that was the enemy strength was 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 uh, scaled up for eight people, and the kid I was running was a uh, machine gunner, and I had a thousand rounds with me. I went through all thousand rounds before the mission ended. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it yeah. got That's really crazy. intense. And uh, let me reiterate that Mad Cow, Johnny, and Easy, um, it, they make it fun, too, because they are totally willing to help. And it's like, you know, guys, tell me what to do. Tell me where I should be. And, you know, so they'll, you know, they'll say, you know, Gleep, be on me. Uh, now I need you to go over there and wait. So it, it's fun when you're not trying to figure stuff out and constantly dying and have to respawn. Right, yes, right, right, that's right. true. Well, and that's that's the whole reason why I would be picking Arma up is is I want to learn, uh, I want to gain that tactical knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It's um. So anyway, it was um. Anyway, Blackguard Uberalis. I mean, it was uh, that was big, big fun. So um, excited about uh, about. I kind of wish I could uh, I could uh, get out there more to play, but it was um, um, it was it was a fun week, fun, fun, fun week. All right, and guys, um, speaking of Arma and helicopters and how much fun they are to fly, we have an org hangar update. Ooh. Fancy. Who updated, who added to the org hangar of our minds? Um, well, it, was, it, was, it wasn't an ad as much as it was a swap. Um, so that would be yours truly. Um, I previously had a Hull A and a Gladys in the, uh, the org hangar. And net net at the end of the day, um, uh, I am I have a hull A and an Avenger. I put my Avenger in the org hangar, um, and uh, in my my own personal hangar, I uh, liquidated uh, my um, collider um, uh, pod for my Endeavor um, and upgraded my Gladius to a Redeemer. Yeah. So, oh, so interesting. I, okay. I, I I missed the redeemer. I was flying helicopters around. I was like, oh man, God, I I, want, I wish I still had that redeemer. So um, did I did. Falls I also the blowtorch. It did, and I also melted my Merlin too. So it. Okay. Um, yeah, so, you'll be able to do all those those combat drops. Yeah. So um, so uh, excited to have the Merlin back uh, back in the. Uh, in the uh, the paddock, I guess, as it were. I don't know. Do you do you do you refer to ships as horses? Probably not. <laughs> as in your stable. In my stable. I mean, or I, I don't know. But anyway, so um, but the I think the Avenger is a good addition to the org hangar uh, thematically because it was given to me by Space Santa, and what better you know thing to do uh, with a ship given to you by Space Santa than share it with uh, with other folks and. Um, uh, when we had set the org hangar up a while ago, um, I had purchased the hull A to put in there to give folks an option uh, who you know perhaps don't have a 
um, a, a better ship, a, a, a way to make money a little bit quicker. So if folks are interested in trading or running cargo, that, that will have the, the hull A will be available to, uh, to help with that. And then uh, for folks that um, are interested in perhaps bounty hunting, because I believe that the base variant of the Avenger is going to remain the, the sort of the bounty hunter um, version of the ship, which is what we have now. So, you know, if folks are interested in doing that sort of thing, then um, they, maybe they can make a little bit of money uh, uh, doing that and uh, then upgrade their own uh, up ship um, after uh, after that. So anyway, that's uh, that's what happened on my end. Uh, I'm not going to be upgrading any, uh, any uh, parts or weapons uh, until I earn uh, another super collider in-game, in but... Um, but I do still have the uh, the Hope class hospital ship, so I think that's going to be handy for um, for the kind of stuff that we're doing too. Because in in Arma, I was I was asking Mad Cow if he could uh, train me up to uh, be an effective medic, and that was the role I was playing the other night, and I really enjoyed it. It was a, it's it was a, a lot, lot of fun, fun. especially with the Ace uh, mod that allows that adds a, Ace. By the way, it's not I'm not touting myself. It's the advanced <laughs> and advanced combat environment adds a whole bunch of extra features to Arma. That allows you to do really in-depth medical and uh, ballistics and flight. It's really neat stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, had a lot of fun um, uh, uh, healing folks up. So, hey Jimmy, uh-huh. what's your email address? I'm, I'm not asking for a plug. I'm actually curious just for a moment here. Uh, Jimmy at versecast.org. Okay, thank you. J I M I. Jimmy, don't open that attachment. Whatever you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is a loud keyboard. You're, you're just was. banging away uh, on. That's Holy that's cow. my. Sorry, I apologize. That's my my uh, the new keyboard that I got. The black chroma rainbow thing. What is it called? Black chroma rainbow thing. <laughs> uh, him, here too. we are. Razor black <laughs> widow chroma. I sincerely apologize. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, well, you know, speaking of Team Legacy, uh, we talked last week about challenging them to a duel. Where are we at with this? Has anything happened, guys? Not that I'm aware of. Mm. I think there's there's still discussion going on in the forums about uh, how we could start forming teams. Um, oh, okay. So Dietrich is kind of leading the discussion there, um, but... If this is going to be a serious thing, we need somebody that uh, is really leading the reins. Um, I don't know if we should get in contact with Team Legacy to find out if this is actually a possibility before after actually putting a team together. Um, probably, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I have not been uh, in, in the loop, loop, loop on loop, this. Loop, uh, loop. Uh, too much, so I would just you know thought I'd bring it up, and uh, I don't know, Ace, you're our squadron commander. Um, I, I think you've got to be involved. In yeah, Ace. yeah. You figure. I it haven't out. gotten. I haven't gotten any. Uh, I need to reach out to Avi, and I do listen to. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Tales of Citizens. So mm-hmm. I'll see if I can get in contact with Bridger and a couple other people, and see if we can't actually arrange this thing and make it an actual thing that happens. Okay. Well, cool. Well, see see what you can do, and, and then we'll talk about it next week. How's that? Works for me. All right, cool. All right, well, 
This week in the community from around the interverse. First, 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 first. This is going to get old really quick. Yeah, we need a different intro for, for our, around the uh, interverse. Verse, 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 verse. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so from over at uh, Twitter, uh, over in the hashtag uh, TGWS, for those of you that missed it, uh, when uh, I talk about sending Gleep and uh, John and Ace a virtual hug, uh, I posted the image of what said virtual hug looks like. Uh, I know uh, John and uh, Gleep, you had a chance to take a, to see the image because I send it to you all the time. Ace, did you have a chance to see what uh, the image that I uh, that I sent to those guys? Is this the? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get an email from you. That's free creepy hugs. It's in the uh, in the hashtag, the TGWS hashtag over on the Twitters. Oh no, I I am rarely on Twitter. Ah, um, mm. that is that is my problem. It is um, it is in there, and and John's reply was to burn it. And uh, as as I said to John, why am I not I, surprised? I, I will not have my my hugs burned. I will not have them burned. You've probably seen you- it in the forums. It's his favorite picture ever. <laughs> it is, okay. It's one of my favorite pictures. Yes, it's true. Do we know who that guy is? Does uh, anybody want no to know who, that guy, who that guy is? No, no idea. He's probably a serial killer. You know, we're a serial hugger. A serial hugger. Yeah, absolutely. He's just he's just spreading the love. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. If you hug hug your cereal though, doesn't it kind of like slip through your arms? Depends upon if it's it's been dipped in milk or not. That's just soggy. <laughs> dipped in milk. I think we have found our episode title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Turd Ferguson was kind enough to point out that there is an I in team. It's in the A-hole. I love <laughs> that. that. Funny. I love that picture. That was funny. <laughs> oh, man. I like that a lot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it just, you know, uh, good stuff all the way around. And then uh, also, uh, if you go over to um, the official RSI hub, uh, there's some really good stuff in there uh, for Halloween. Uh, Pumpkins 2015 by Ken Shadow. Uh, he uh, put together some very, very nice pumpkins, uh, if you guys have a chance to take a look at them. Including the, uh, he did the image for the Imagine trailer. Uh, he carved into a pumpkin. That's very cool. Yep. And then I, I want to say the second one is an Idris. Um, the second one looks like they dropped the pumpkin on the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not the <laughs> no, best. No, that's an Idris. It says pumpkin spiced Idris. Then, it does. And then that makes it an Idris. Um, and then, uh, of course, there is uh, a uh, Hornet. Scary and, Hornet. And what I believe to be a Van Duel. It's a Pum Duel. <laughs> That's true. It is a Pum Duel. Uh, and actually, uh, Mandrake, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Raji, uh, had uh, posted a carving that he did of a, uh, a Pum Duel. Which uh, pump pump cool pump pump cool sure, uh, which his his pump cool wow. is is pretty neat. <laughs> I think you broke leap. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, and then uh, there's some other really cool stuff. Uh, Retro Star Citizen 4K wallpapers by Mandrake. Um, everybody knows that I'm a fan of these types of of uh, wallpapers, but these are really really good you know um like a lot of the um 
the propaganda posters, you can tell how they're made. You know what I mean? Like they, they'll grab a, a CIG image uh, and they will uh, manipulate the colors and kind of give it kind of a retro feel. But these really look like original artwork. Yeah. Uh, so like in that second one, what, what kind of ship is that? I have no idea. Is I that think Gladiator, that's, is, isn't it? The second one? In the, the second one? Oh, the second one. CIG Presents. Reliant, uh, those, maybe? That I know that that's a con. Those are a concept for for Xeon uh, Xeon ships because the concept uh, of Xeon ships were supposed to be all like vertically stacked, like the homeworld ships. Uh huh. And that does look like a Xeon um, in the uh, bottom uh, corner there. Yeah, yeah. And, and oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's the design for the, that's the design for the Reliant is is the sort of vertically stacked design. Yeah. Right. So yep. that's that's supposed to be that that's supposed to be their sort of design features that they're all and look at the Xeon Scout again. Uh, if you look at it as profile, it's up and down, not spread out to the side. Right. These are very very cool. Uh, these are yeah. they're, they're absolutely incredible. I, I really want to know how he did these because this really looks like all original artwork and it, it fits within you know the Star Citizen lore um, and A they lot just of these look amazing. Are, a lot of these were early, early concept pieces that were really? used. Yeah, yeah, I recognize. Yeah, that's how this I recognize the one. second one. Yeah, the third one and the fourth. Um, these are all these are all very early concept pieces that were used. Interesting. Okay. Well, he did he did a fantastic job of of making them uh, making them his own. Yeah, for they sure. do look like they do look like old book covers. Yeah, yeah. yeah you've got yeah. the creases in them, which is really nice. Yeah, kind of uh, pulp. Uh, sci-fi stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about the uh, um, the I think it was Icelandic version of Ender's Game or Speaker for the Dead that has an Idris Placid on it? No, no. Yeah, there was a. I'll see if I can find it. It's on Reddit. I, I won't subject you to my uh, the clacking of my keyboard for now. Um, but the there was discovered a copy of Speaker for the Dead, one of the Ender's Games books, had uh, a Idris snuck onto the cover. That's very cool. See, like when you when you when you read these, though, you have to kind of like do it with that voice. Experience a universe over nine hundred years into the future. <laughs> the yeah, twenty nine forty five. It does sort of evoke sort of a Fallout style behavior, like thrilling science fiction adventures. <laughs> everybody, Amazing! Everybody just likes to talk in that voice. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, if. Uh, the next amazing link I have is uh, the heavy UEE marine costume uh, is done. Mr. Combustible uh, is finished, and we've been following his progress over on Twitter. He's been doing, you know, bits and pieces from, you know, concept to first printing to painting, and the armor is now complete, and holy cow. Yeah, I saw that. Wasn't he, did he go to PAX and walk around? In this armor set? Yeah, I it's hope very, so. It's very possible. Yeah, it's stunning, absolutely incredible. Wow! But easily yeah, the, as good as some of the stormtrooper or four oh fifth Halo builds that I've seen. This is really detailed. Yeah, the five, the, the five. I have a friend in the five oh first, and uh, yeah, those those Star Wars armor uh, sets are absolutely amazing. And I would I would for sure say this is on par. Um, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, amazing, amazing work. And this is uh, the first time that I've seen it all together and complete. And uh, the pictures are great. He's, he's done an amazing job of detailing the armor uh, down to scars and scuff marks and 
just mm-hmm. yeah i mean really bravo man i you love know. the last the last shot which is a picture of him in full armor reading aliens <laughs> <laughs> look at that cod piece <laughs> a delightful cod piece um but yeah nice <laughs> nice job all the way around bravo i cannot wait to see what uh mr combustible comes up with next wow he he like he needs to like Chris needs to buy him a cup of coffee or something. Well, somebody needs to give him the rights to this stuff because I really want to buy a UEE pistol from him. I know, right? Absolutely yeah. incredible. But yeah, um, so those are some of the highlights that I have uh, found from around the uh, universe. John, what's going on over at First Cast? Yeah, so speaking of cons, uh, Lycondi is going to be at BlizzCon. And he says, I'm going to be Ooh. down in the Anaheim area for BlizzCon in November. If any of you will be there or would like to meet up sometime, let me know and we can talk about it offline. Um, so, Jimmy, Fancy. you said that you wouldn't be able to make it this year, right? No, um, the missus is going. I've got friends coming into town that are all going, but I'm actually going out to Rhode Island for the Rhode Island Comic Con. And uh, I uh, will not be here, and I will also not be on the show next week. Oh, man. Wah, wah. Yes. <laughs> mi- <laughs> I'm sure everybody will miss me. Uh, I, at least I hope, I hope you'll all miss me. I'm sorry you're not going to get a chance to meet Lakanda. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, and, and you know, hopefully the next time uh, there's a big event here or any time that anybody's down in L.A., you know, they can always drop me a line. I mean, I'm happy to go meet for cocktails and, and talk about Star Citizen. Yeah, and if cool. anybody else is going to be around for BlizzCon, make sure to respond to that thread. So you and, uh, like, Condi and whoever else, I think one other person at least responded. Uh, so there will be a little impromptu TGWS meeting at BlizzCon, if you're around. Um, Handsome Devil posted about Arma 3 on uh, G2A.com for around $32. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so that's actually a pretty good price. Uh, Arma 3, I think, launched, like, last year, maybe? Um, it was a year before, I think. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, and it's been, like, 60 bucks for that whole time. Uh, it seems because it's, it's that popular. Yeah, um, but Bohemia Interactive really does not like giving discounts very often. I no. I actually got it directly from their website. Um, for some reason, they had it for like fifty percent off, so I got it for around thirty bucks. But if there isn't a Steam sale or they don't have a sale, and I would think that the next Steam sale would probably be the Christmas one. Or do you well, think they would do, uh, like, a Thanksgiving? Thank- yeah. Thanksgiving, maybe? Yeah. Well, but I was going to also suggest that Jimmy check his email. I did. I was going to talk to you about that after the show. Um, thank you, Ace. You're very welcome. Uh-oh. Ace just uh, hooked me up with uh, with Arma 3. Dang. Dang. Oh, it's craziness. That well, cr- figure you cool. got to cover our back so we can cover yours. Oh, that's very kind. I will. Uh, I will probably install that uh, when I get back from my trip out uh, to the East Coast. Okay. Very now cool. he has to join us. I know. Now I got no <laughs> choice. I'll, I'll have to. Um, John, we'll have to talk separately, or Ace, we'll have to talk separately about all the mods and stuff that uh, I need to. Don't worry. To add it's on. a. It's a. It's a baptism of fire that everybody has to go through. Awesome! I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so Ace, you're gonna hook everybody else up with it too, right? 
no, this is mainly just this is mainly just to stop uh, Jimmy's belly aching. <laughs> nice. Basically, I got a I got a free uh, version of armor so that I could shut up. Pretty much. Well, to the fair, uh, uh, Easy has been having issues with his RHS mods, and I have been every time I've seen him, I've been like, "Hey, so you fixed that yet?" So. Yeah. I figure if I'm going to get on somebody else's case, might as well do something nice for people. Aww. So so when they have to do that, do they have to go into the scripting to, to fix that? Is that how no, that works? No, it's just his copy is bugged, and he just needs to re-download it. Oh, okay. So this is, now, my, this is, a, this is my ultimate form of doing so, because he has no idea that I'm going to say this on the podcast. So Now, now John, let me, let me ask you. Um, so if someone was to pick up the Arma 3 on G2A... Would they be able to register it with Steam so that they would be able to subscribe to all those mods that we have on on, on the Steam Workshop? Yeah, I bought mine through the Arma Three store. Oh, okay. And they just gave me, I think, a Steam key. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Or either you sign in to their website with your Steam ID and it gives it to you, or gave, they gave me a Steam key. But I'm pretty sure. That every copy of Arma Three has to be activated Registered through, through Steam. Steam. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Just want to make sure folks are aware of that, so that um, because I I know John, you have a post in the forums about which um, which mods to uh, to subscribe to, and so um, it's handy. that list. That list for the most part has. I mean, it's it's been changing a little bit, but that that list for the most part has stabilized. Um, I I have really haven't added anything for the last couple of weeks, so it's it's uh, Mad Cow found a new map that he wants to try, but that's in testing. Um, so, but mostly for the most part, the what we have is is pretty solid. So what, what everybody has to use. Cool, cool. Uh, okay, Dietrich is back. He he was Yay! kind of on a little bit of a, like a week hiatus. Was he on a on a walkabout? <laughs> yeah. That's what he kept calling it. Um so Fighter Mafia is back and it's going to be a weekly post every Friday. Um so this past Friday it was Bang for the Buck Anniversary Sale Preparation Part 1. Um <laughs> Open those wallets everybody. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a very extensive post on uh what ships you should consider um, based on what you're wanting to do and uh, what he thinks is going to go on sale and stuff. Um, Are you guys going to get anything? You guys have any ideas if you want to get anything? I think I, I'm, I think I'm all I'm all purchased out at this point. Yeah, me as too. Far as what I want. I think I have everything I want for the PU. So, uh, I mean, if there was, I don't know. I want the Archimedes, but I don't think it's going to be on sale. I don't think they're. I don't think it's ready. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much all set up for the PU as well. I don't I don't think there's anything. Yeah, there's really not anything I want. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm good. I I think in a separate thread, or maybe it was that thread. Um, we were talking about if the Crucible will go on sale for this upcoming anniversary, and I think it will. I think that'll probably be the next yeah. the next ship reveal. I think, well, I think that's a pretty the safe next concept, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so uh, look out for that if you're looking forward to the Crucible, and be sure to to uh, read th- this post, this uh, Star Citizen Mafia post, which you can find within the Star Citizen 
subreddit sub forum not reddit <laughs> uh, okay sub forum on uh, the versecast forums um does does the anniversary sale mean reduced prices or does it just mean that ships that aren't everything on s- is on sale everything that's that's basically what it means is everything no 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 nothing will go on for up for sale cheaper than it has been in the past and it's only going to be select ships um what uh lando said on uh starcast today is they were going to do it the same way they did last year where um uh the first day there will be a couple of ships that go uh, become available by sale, they mean available. They don't mean on sale. Yeah. Um, and that they will add um, uh, a couple of more ships uh, the next day. Um, and that um, and we've heard before in in um, reverse the verse that there may be a new a new ship that gets offered. So that could be your uh, crucible, or um, we don't know. Maybe there maybe there's something out there that they've been able to keep hidden from us the same way they did uh, the Sabre. So the only time they've actually reduced prices was with those anniversary packages, the game packages? I believe that's correct. But he, he said very specifically that nothing will go on sale for less than the last time it was available. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's you, kind you of couldn't, you couldn't give it away. You couldn't sell it for less than what you did last time. That wouldn't be fair to anybody, right? Right. Well, there, there would be outrage. I don't think that's particularly true. I mean, you might buy something on Amazon tomorrow, and then the next day it'll be fifty percent off. That's well, true, but if you're but, backing you know, a game in development, this ain't Amazon. But they can reduce some prices. I wouldn't be but hurt if they put up the start. Or the Super Hornet for a reduced price? What Gleep said. It's not Amazon? That's not an answer. That is an answer. <laughs> of course it's not Amazon. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just telling you what the man with the beard said. The man with the beard said it ain't going to happen. Mm. Believe well, I've the got beard. no dog in this fight. I'm, I'm comfortable with what I've got at this point. So. Yep, I'm ready for the PU. Yep, me too. I want reduced prices. <laughs> I fight for the users. Thanks, Tron. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That was <laughs> quite snortastic. Can we just end on that? <laughs> yeah. You know, we have some new members. Nice. Ooh. Yes, we do. Hooray. Dark- Dark Duma joined us. He said, hello, hello. I have been living in a cave for several years, and when I came out, it was September 2015. The first thing I have done was to buy Elite Dangerous and join an organization. The problem was that organization was moving away from Elite Dangerous and into some weird game in Alpha called Star Citizen. I have left the org and decided not to pursue the Star Citizen path for an entire day. Next day, I checked out Star Citizen and bought an Aurora LN and said that would be the most money I would put on it. Three weeks later, I was going to CitizenCon in Manchester, bought a Saber, then a Gladius, and then a Constellation, and now I'm waiting to buy a Javelin. Dang. (laughs) Wow. 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 I love your podcast and would like to join your organization. I am an executive for a large corporation in real life and have limited amount of time to play, but would love to have some nice guys to fly with in my spare time. 
regards Dark. So, Dark Duma, welcome aboard. Welcome. Reminds me of, he reminds me of, uh, what's that guy from Elite? An Elite from um, Eve, who was at, in, in Benghazi. Uh, some Ooh. vile rat. A guy who, who is uh, managing major real-world things, but also is a, a, a major gamer. Oh, so. pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, Fizzer Kendi joined us, said, Long-time listener, great show. Every time I listen, I think I could hang out blowing things up with these guys. And then I forget about it, because I am also a member of Those Dogs with Squirrels. <laughs> it's the sister org. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on the base with Jimmy. I have a weekly music show called Cold Fission. Fission? Fission. Uh, it's Tuesdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific. And he reminded me, so, sup, fellas? Oh, yeah, we- and I, I have a whole B. A Cartoon Owl, a Reliant, an Aurora ES, and we'll have a Herald when they go on sale again, and I can CC you up from something. Hopefully someday I'll have something other than an Aurora I can fly. Well, I'm off. Those squirrels aren't going to get uselessly barked at by themselves. Keep up the great work. Fizzer Kendi. We were uh, we were chatting about that the other night, and uh, he was talking about wanting to uh, come over to the org, and I was like, "Yeah, man, totally, come on over." Very cool cat. Um, a lot of nice people over at the base. I uh, I enjoy uh, chatting with all of them. Cool, excellent, excellent, and thanks for for pimping the group as always. You know, yay! And then today we have uh, joined us chaotic smoke, and he says a very long application post. Hey, I'm Scar's friend. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> Uncle Scar. Uncle, um, Uncle not, Scar. Yes, I or probably Scar. Scaro. Yeah, Scar- it's Scaro. Scaro, Scaro mm. is uh, uh, and Cadoc Smoke are both Arma players, and they're they joined us over there. Cool. Um, well, you're our friend now too. All right, and then over at the, at the website, Dark Duma joined us, as did Scaro, Super Jayhawk, Chaotic Smoke, and Neota. So uh, welcome, everyone. It's good to have you on board. Um, nothing exciting in email. We got no, uh, no summons to go to court. Um, no offers of marriage from Nigerian princes. Um, so I, uh, Boo. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't, you don't want the offers. Trust me. It doesn't end well for you. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So um, last night, uh, Sunday night meetup, um, I was not able to make it out. Uh, so guys, uh, what uh, what did you do? Well, we discussed what we did in the in the in the meetup that we were out testing uh, 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 Vendus's theory about uh, um, the local physics grid. But aside from that, there was a lot of Arma playing. It's basically oh. what happened. <laughs> there was there was a lot of Arma, and then at six o'clock we uh, played Star Citizen for a while, and then at seven o'clock we went back to Arma. Oh, cool! Uh, did you have a, a good uh, number of folks out? Oh my god, uh, we had at least ten or eleven people showed That's up for fantastic. Arma. Fantastic! There was only about four of us for Star Citizen, unfortunately. Yeah. That was just it was just uh, it's just Jimmy or not Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy, you showed up in the channel. You're just hanging I, out. Yeah, I was in the channel hanging out. And then uh, Vendis, Avi, and I uh, were uh, testing local physics grids and just goofing around and just checking out stuff. Cool. So with cool. the mag boots or whatever, did you just discover this, or did Vendis know about it? Vendis, Vendis knew about it. How? It's been, in the, it's been in the system for a while, apparently. How does he know these things? I never even see him out. <laughs> 
he's he's been playing armor with us and he's been in the in the channel lately just hanging out yeah but he's not so. playing star citizen no but but he keeps an eye i think he keeps an eye on the reddit and some of the forums and stuff huh because he he knows he's a man who knows things apparently i know he knows many things he's stupendous <laughs> stupendous stupendous <Vendus. laughs> ah, i see what you did there I didn't do it. I think he didn't. He come up with that himself. No, that was the nickname I gave him while he was drunk. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Well, uh, you know, guys, an hour and seven. This might be a new record. This might be. We're we're getting better. Okay, now Jimmy, you gonna cover cover me again here? Yes. Hey guys. Who is the site hosting services provider that would risk his neck for his brother man? Engine. Can you dig it? I really uh, like Jimmy's yeah. part in this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Support Engine, they power our website. Go to enjin.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkins. Please do check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Support Star Citizen, the base radio, http colon slash slash radio dot star citizen base dot com, where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's verse cast every Saturday afternoon. Do we have to do I, the http every week? Yeah, Glebe, seriously. That's like a thing old guys do. Seriously. I practice. I practice. I would understand if it were secure socket and it was HTTPS, because that can confuse people, but it's just HTTP, so... I practice. I practice. W-W-W-H-T-P-dot-practice-dot-com. I practice my words. How about you practice less words? It'll be you kids get out of my internet. <laughs> get off I my am TGW stroke S Gleep. Check oh, the show notes God. for all my content. What about that exclamation details. point you had in there? Uh, yeah, uh, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> TGW stroke S Gleep exclamation point. Back in the day, we used to call that the bang operator. <sighs> hey, I got that one. Yeah. John should too if he's taken the C plus plus. Yeah, I've heard of operators. <laughs> they are standing by. Smooth operators. <laughs> Here's how to order. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? Uh, you can find me almost chatty over at Twitter uh, at uh, Jimmy Croker. You can find me every Thursday night on the base doing my show Quantum Drive, and you can email me at Jimmy at versecast.org. John, you can find me on Twitter. At the only Jonto, uh, you can find me using that name also on RSI and on Steam and on Xbox Live. If you want to play some Halo Five, which is a great game, I'm Did really you get it? it. Yeah, we we need to talk about this after the episode. It's good. I like it. Um, I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, where else can you find me? Steam. You can find me on Versecast, which is going to be undergoing an overhaul here soon um, and then you can email me at john at versecast.org alright I'm Ace Azamine you can find me on Steam as Delandau D-I-L-D-A-N-D-A-U 87 and also that's my Xbox gamer tag as well For, we'll again we'll talk later um, and then um, ace at versecast.org and I'm just going to stick with that one and I think 
I think that's it. I'm not on Twitter, so. You should be. I apologize. You I should could be. be. You should be. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's me. You can email the show good? at, yeah, you, you did a good job. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> nice, thank nice you for job. the, thank you for the metaphorical pat on the head. Comms at versecast.org is the email you should use if you want to send up some, some stuff. We haven't gotten anything for over a week. We feel lonely over here. Use it. That's right. We made it for a reason. I want a Nigerian prince. <laughs> uh, so you don't want his bank account and information, you just want him. That's right. I want right, a, a Nigerian artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't he wire it to you via money pack? Isn't like Nigeria's like near Minneapolis, right? Uh, you're a couple of, couple of time zones off there, buddy. Mm. Find us on Steam. Just search oh, for Verse yo, Cast. Yo. Can, we, can we go through this? Can we end <laughs> the show, maybe? No. Oh, uh, Okay. We're on Steam. We're on Twitter, at VerseCast. Make sure to follow us. Uh, we follow back people that seem like real people. We get some followers <laughs> that are probably Nigerian princes. Um, but make sure to use the hashtag TGWS when tweeting about Star Citizen stuff. And search for that hashtag, too, so you can repay the favor that are using the hashtag. F- favor for the people that are using the hashtag. Yes. RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash VerseCast. It's where you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships. You can join up to 10 orgs, and we would love to have you even as an affiliate. Versecast.org is our website. You can find it at that address where you can find our forums and our 50-slot mumble server, which uh, we have failed to fill yet. Um, (laughs) But thankfully, we upgraded from the original 10 that we were working with before because we have exercised that quite a bit. I imagine maybe the next major live stream we'll get a whole bunch of another large group of people. Yeah, we had like twenty in 20 there. Twenty people for Citizen Con. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, we would really appreciate it if you went over to the RSI Hub and gave us a like, maybe left a comment as well. Uh, just uh, look in the podcast section; we are in there. Um, or you can go to hub.versecast.org. It'll forward you right to the page just only takes a second to give us a little thumbs up and we'd really appreciate that and we would also appreciate a review on itunes just search for versecast we are versecast everywhere literally just google the word versecast the entire first page at least will be all our stuff and those guys with ships we kind of designed it remember that gleep we kind of designed it to be unique we did yeah i thought it was kind of smart you guys are clever. Smart. Are we now thing. officially Googleable? We are so Googleable. 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 All right. Until then. Until next time. Then we are those guys with ships, and this has been our community podcast. Wow. Hey, that's my one. <laughs> <of> the rains. <laughs> See you guys. Oh wait 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 wait.
up on the community hub, we are at 99 likes. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, so come close. on, people. Oh, so close. Come on, people. Man, maybe Ooh. if we just wait here for a few minutes, we're all just sitting here like, hmm. No, we, we wait here, still recording something that people haven't heard yet, waiting for them to hear it to go out there and upvote us. Breaking my mind, man. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> dun 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 d